not a writer. Okay. And here we go. This is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor. I'm glad that you're here. Beautiful day out. Well, not really. Not here in South Carolina. Right now, it's it's raining and it's coming down, which is good. I like it to come down. We need everything as green as we can possibly get it because I we haven't gotten much rain last year, but this year, it looks like we're making up for it. I pity you guys out there in California if you're listening to me. You are literally, literally being flooded out. I like to see the snowpack getting really high up in in the mountains. You guys need that to to fill up all the lakes and reservoirs that you need. But you're wasting a lot of money as as the rain comes down. It's floating out to the ocean. That's a lot of water that you could be storing up. That should be your number one priority in California is storing up water that's coming down from that rain. Not just this rain, but all rains should be stored up. If you if you look at those, uh, uh, what do you call them? They're like ditches, they're huge ditches. And when you look at them, you see tons of water just pouring through that could be used for so much. Listen, um, I'm a little bit upset this morning because the more and more of the policies that get driven out of Washington, D.C., out of the White House, especially Biden's White House, you see that decisions are being made not based on what's good for the nation. They're based upon political decisions. Green New Deal, energy, uh, so many different things. If you look at what's happening today, and this is what really upsets me, the first shipment of Venezuelan oil just left the docks and it's on its way to Mississippi. To the oil refineries in Mississippi through Chevron, which has a license with the United States government to do it. Now, you see, America used to be very energy independent. We've all heard this. Everybody has made that argument. You've heard it made on the congressional floor and on the Senate floor, and you see it in the news, and you say, whatever method that you're getting your information from, we have heard this argument before that we used to be independent in our energy sector. Now the president doesn't want to have U.S. oil companies producing. He wants to buy it from other sources. Now, this past week, what happened is the largest refinery had been down for several several years, several months. It's now back up and running, which means that we can produce more oil than we have been in the past. So if we had U.S. oil being produced here in the United States, we could again be oil independent. I tell you, and then he wants to, Biden wants to shut off natural gas. He doesn't want you to be cooking with natural gas. Now, I love cooking with natural gas. It cooks very well. It's doing no harm to my house. It's doing no harm to the environment. Nothing. Zero. Zilcho. But now because of the people inside the energy department who have no idea what they're doing, 
and the president has no idea what he's even thinking about, wants to shut off natural gas to Americans. Now, if you look at what happened over the course of uh, Christmas, when we had these very, very low temperatures, Americans heat their homes with natural gas. It's the cheapest and most affordable way to be doing that. Electricity is very expensive. Very expensive. I have electricity in this stupid house of mine. And, you know, I'm running three, $400 a month at the moment. But natural gas would do it very cheaply and clean. It's a clean energy source. So during the cold time that we had during Christmas, American homes were given top priority. And the cogeneration power plants and all those uh, energy uh, driven devices that create energy and electricity for the homes, they were put on on secondary. In other words, American homes came first, but the cogeneration and the electrical companies were not on the priority. It was American homes that were. So we saw a lot of blackouts because they could not produce enough energy, enough electricity for people's homes. I was I was out from midnight until two o'clock in the uh, two o'clock in the evening, in the afternoon. <clears throat> and the reason why was because they could not produce enough electricity. Natural gas had gone to the homes that used natural gas. So we have this big problem where the the president seems to be so focused on destroying the energy industry. And he doesn't really care about the American people and how they have to survive under his decisions. So now we have oil coming in from Venezuela when we could be producing it right here through our own assets. We have a lot of oil assets that we could be uh, creating more oil, more gasoline, more natural gas. But he refuses to do that because... He is so tied to the environmentalists, and the environmentalists have gone nutso with their proclamations of what's evil, that basically has now become alive what they're telling you. And that is our biggest and biggest problem that we have, is that when you make political decisions out of the White House, It affects Americans across every single 50 states. But he doesn't care about that because it's political. It's not thinking, okay, rationally, in common sense, what do I need to do so that Americans have energy? So that they're able to have electricity in their houses? That they can be able to cook with? That they can be able to do all of these things that they have been doing and living with that will help their families survive. But he doesn't think about that because he is a politically driven agenda guy. And he always has been. So we have gas coming up, I mean oil coming up from Venezuela, (coughs) which by the way happens to be one of the most third world dictatorship countries in the world, but no, he wants to do business with those kinds of people. So we have a problem in the United States. 
And it's a tough one that you don't want to see. And until we remove that politics, until we remove that evil politics, we're going to continue to have these types of problems every single time. They are so focused on politics. If you look at Pete Buttigieg and the FAA being shut down and all of planes being shut down, they were, they were grounded because they have focused. This is what happens with woke entities. They become so woke, so politically driven that they forget about all the other issues that needs to be taken care of in the FAA or the oil industry, or, and we can go on and on, we can list a whole bunch of things. But when you become so woke, you become so politically driven and so cancel culture that you lose sight of what's important and what's necessary to run the country. And of course, software and all those backup systems of the FAA, FAA probably haven't been looked at for quite some time. And that's an ongoing process. If you are in charge of transportation, you that's the first question that should have been out of his mouth and in his, in his thought process is how are our systems updated? Are we doing a good job? I mean, you're talking about millions of planes that are flying around the United States every single day, landing, taking off going on long flights and tracking all those activities of these planes. The first question is the safety of the American people is, is the software, are the programs, are the computers all up to date, enhanced, thinking forward? But obviously that wasn't the situation. Because woke Entities never think about the future. They're thinking about how to control you right now. How to silence you right now. How to tax you more right now. So when we're talking about politics, we're talking about a woke White House, a woke Department of Transportation, a woke Department of Justice, a woke Department, and we can go on and on. Because we are not thinking about what's right for America. We're only thinking about what's politically driven. What's going to make these controls stronger. That's what they think. That's what they're in their mind. None of this. As Pete Buttigieg flies off to sporting events in a government private plane that we're paying for by the hour, you and I as taxpayers, and he's taking his husband, and he's taking his children, and he's doing all this other stuff. It's absolutely nuts. It's crazy. So, what do we do? Well, you and I, we have got to start pounding in more and more on our members of Congress. They need to hear from you. Every single day, they need to hear from you. They need to know that we're holding them accountable, we're holding government officials accountable, and we're holding the White House accountable. If you don't like what you're seeing, send an email, send a text. Um, well, I guess you can't text them, but send a, uh, 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 probably the best bet is to send a letter and an email 
maybe even calling their offices and telling them, hey, we're not happy. We're not happy with this at all. Now we have a president who, who scolded Trump, but now we see that he's done the exact same thing where he's got government documents, highly confidential documents on Ukraine, on Iran, and all these other things hidden in various locations that he has control over. And when, by the, by the way, when do attorneys close down offices? I've never heard of that. The only reason why they would be closing down an office is because they know that something is wrong. They know that there are documents in there that could hurt the president. They know that there are documents in, documents in his in his offices that should not be there. That's the only reason why attorneys go in there to do that. So you guys think about that. You tell the president, "Hey, I'm not happy with what you've done. I'm holding you accountable." Listen, if you want to have more access to me, go to www.lodge-co.com. Again, that's www.lodge-co.com. If you have a business question, send it to the business advisor at zmail.com. Talk with you very soon. Love you guys. Bye-bye.